Thanks for joining us for Retire Right with Epstein and White. I'm Bruce Steinbrock, joined by Brad White with Epstein and White Retirement Income Solutions, a proud part of Mercer Advisors right here in San Diego. Well, the age-old question might be today, should I trade in an old annuity? I've had this for a while. I don't know as much about it now as maybe I did then. Uh, Brad White, <laughs> people, you know, sometimes we buy something and we then all of a sudden a decade later, we're like, why the heck did we ever buy that? Or could I get something better today? So uh, you made let, it a decade, by the way. You're doing better than our household. <laughs> There's certainly some times a month later we're like, what were we thinking? Uh, I've been there. I have absolutely. Why does my garage look this full and none of it <laughs> is needed? Yeah, garage sale, which I hate, but okay. Uh, let's as it as it pertains to annuities. Obviously, there are interest rate increases. The Fed, you know, increased it recently again, and Jerome Powell said, you know, maybe one more time before the end of the year, we'll wait and see. But what about annuities and the talk of maybe exchanging or doing some things to get better interest rates on annuities? Yeah, there's really a two. This is a two part question. One is just in general, should I replace this old annuity, this existing annuity to have? Like just in general. And the second part of that is topical to now, which is because of where the market is at high and interest rates are at high, does that actually affect or change things in this environment of should I exchange my old annuity? So let's kind of tackle both. In general, there are a lot of reasons. Again, like for our office, for those of you that don't know or don't listen all the time, like we've been doing this for a decade in San Diego. We see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, oh, typically over a thousand people each year, new people, let alone 1,500 or so households we have. So like we see a lot of people's stuff, a lot of your stuff that you have accumulated from previous places. Um, and we see a lot of reasons why people shouldn't have bought the annuity they have or they wish they didn't bought the annuity they have. Sometimes it's because the person sold it to them and it really wasn't appropriate to them. Be very careful when you run across people and and ask them how much of your business is annuities. If someone tells you that 40, 50, 60, 70% of the business I do is annuities, um, I'm just going to tell you that should be a red flag because an annuity is a very appropriate potential tool for retirees, which I'll talk about in a minute but it should always be a piece of a person's overall situation. So a lot of times that's the reason why. Other times it's because, look, there's tons of annuities out there and tons of companies, and sometimes people just bought the wrong kind or, or a bad version of one, and they could have bought a better version of one. And oftentimes it's even more innocent than what I just described, which is just you bought something, and you kind of alluded to this, Bruce, your life changed 10 years later, and now the reasons you bought it initially, which were valid, just aren't valid anymore, and it just makes sense to repurpose your money into a different investment that's more relevant to where you're at now, right? So there are a lot of reasons. Like if you have an annuity of any kind, this is certainly a time to reach out and give us a call. We are certified financial planners. We are fiduciaries. We look at the entire picture. So we're a firm. We believe we have a nice niche of helping people with annuities because, yes, we understand when they can be applicable or when it makes sense, and we're happy to tell you that if it's the case. But we're not just looking to sell annuities, which, again, I'm just speaking really bluntly, happens a lot also. And you just probably want someone to look at the whole picture as well as understand annuities. So if you have that, I would certainly reach out and give us a call because of where markets and interest rates are at. There's a lot of opportunities where even if you like it, you could just find better versions of them out there. Or we might just tell you, hey, you just shouldn't have that annuity and you should put it in something else, whether it's a portfolio or, or, or real estate or something else. Our number is 888-564-7878. That's 888 888- Five six four seven eight seven eight. You can always go to epsteinandwhite.com and reach out to us that way. That's epsteinandwhite.com and reach out to us that way. 
And Bruce, I'm just going to kind of keep it rolling here sure. if you don't mind. So on top of the general reasons I just talked about, right now, if there ever was a time to an exchange annuity is the perfect time to do it for two reasons. One is let's say you bought a, what's called a variable annuity. And by the way, this is the kind that we don't like the most. Um, it's a collection of mutual funds, stocks and bonds. Your money goes up and down just like a normal portfolio, but it's a lot more expensive and the, and the fees and commissions you don't get to see and they don't have to be sold by fiduciaries. So there's typically a little more of buyer's remorse in this category. Not that there's not some that don't work out, but just as a heads up. That's because a, that's a market, caveat mTOR, let the buyer beware. Yeah, it's yeah. just this one is you've got to be particularly careful in, um, just historically speaking of what happens in that part of the industry. But the thing about those is a lot of times they have this like protection benefit on them. So it basically says, hey, if the market goes way down, it, you can only leave with that amount of money. Whereas if you wanted to turn on an income stream, like, you know, use the annuity to then turn on like a lifetime income stream, mm -hmm. you get to use the higher protected amount from. So sometimes people feel stuck. And variable annuities when the market's really low. It's like, hey, I don't really want this anymore. I don't even know that I want that income stream benefit anymore. But if I walk away, I've got to walk away with this reduced value. That's not the case right now. The market's at essentially all-time highs. So if it makes sense to ever replace one, right now is a great time to do that. Be a little careful. You might have early penalties. That's something, again, we can help you with, assess whether it makes sense to do this or not. Again, 888-564-7878, or just go to epsteinandwhite.com and reach out to us. No cost, no obligation. We'll review any of this and just kind of tell it to you straight of, of what we think. Well, that's what I was going to say. <clears throat> is it easy to, in a sense, get out of those? Potentially. If you just bought one a year ago, no. Usually it's not. You're facing a, a penalty to get out. If mm -hmm. you bought one five, six, seven, eight years ago, then yeah, usually it's pretty pretty easy, especially with the market being as high as it is right now. Right. Assuming, again, it doesn't make sense to actually have it for other reasons. So that's a huge part is that, again, a lot of these annuities have these, that's why people buy them, Bruce, is like someone was t t told these people, told you, right, if you bought this, hey, you're going to, it's going to go up at 5% a year, 6% a year, 7% per year, no matter what the market does. And as a retiree, that's a really attractive concept, right, is to know that no matter what happens, the markets or economy, like I've got something that's going to protect my retirement. It that feels is. like your pension if you don't have one. It's a hugely important feature. I love that feature. So again, you hear me say negative things about annuities. There are a lot of them, but there are very positive things for certain people with the right goals too. I mean, what's wrong with guaranteed lifetime income or growth, no matter what the market does? Totally an appropriate thing. So if you have one of these annuities with these lifetime income features, again, we really should review it because here's the other side of the coin. Um, annuities are sold from insurance companies. Right. So Banks, insurance companies, right? Things like that. In particular, insurance companies, they make a lot more money when interest rates are higher as far as what they invest in. So they can offer better products, right? More attractive features when interest rates are higher. So you might have bought this annuity sometime in the last several years when interest rates were all-time lows. So you, they might have offered you X, right? Here's your you know feature that we'll give you. Now that interest rates are higher, new products are coming out right now, or just, you know different products, right? Are coming out right now with much more attractive features. So on top of the, like, there's usually two sides of this coin. The market itself is high, which lets you walk away with a much bigger number, not worry about it, you know, like you might in other times. And the high interest rates right now means what you'd walk into on the other side might very well be more attractive. We've actually seen this several times the last couple of months, not because we're looking to do it, right? It just so happens that when we talk to someone, it comes up, we, we look out at the open marketplace because we have access to everything and we go, wow, like you could literally replace this one with this one and just get the same thing you always wanted to, but just more. Who doesn't like the same thing I already wanted, but more of it, right, at no additional cost? Um, and that's existing in a lot of places in the market right now. So 
you know, again, I, I, it's really a couple components here and I want to make sure I tread this conversation lightly. I want you to really understand if you're listening to what I'm saying right now, if you're, if you like the market, if you like liquidity and flexibility, if you like upside potential and you don't mind downside risk, then you're probably not interested in any form of these annuities. And that's fine, right? We have clients, hundreds of them that don't have any annuities. That's fine. But we also have a lot of people here, right? If you're listening to the show, we always tell you we're a little bit more of a conservative firm, right? Like we don't mind sharing that. We speak to people who are specifically at retirement age who don't want to lose a ton of their money in retirement. So by its nature, people are looking for safety and even guarantees a lot of people we see. Well, if that's the case, then yeah, certain annuities are better than things like CDs or bonds potentially are providing guaranteed growth or income. We're agnostic as a firm. We don't care if it happens to be a stock or a bond or a CD or an annuity, whatever does the job best, right? And being independent in that regard, we can shop all the company's products and do that. So it's a two-step process. One is your situation. What is you need your money to do and what's your goals and risk tolerances and what things do you like or not? That tells us what type of investment we're looking for. If it so happens that annuity should be, again, never all, but a part of your overall plan, well, then what type? And if you have an existing annuity, you might have got sold something you didn't need from years prior from someone who just sells too much annuities. That's a problem. We probably just need to get rid of it and maybe go into something entirely different that's not an annuity at all. Or maybe the annuity itself was a good idea because you wanted guaranteed growth, a guaranteed income, but there's just a much better version out there right now. And this is a pocket in time when the market is still high, right? And interest rates are high so that what you walk away with is all of it, right? And no real haircut there. And what you walk into is as good as it's been, right? At over a decade or maybe as good as it will be because again, we're seeing inflation soften, right? And that would mean that 2024, certainly 2025 interest rates go down. And maybe if you wanted you know, guaranteed income, safe investment, safe growth, safe and, you know, income type products. You're just not going to get as good of a deal then as you might be able to lock in now. Um, I talked about variable annuities a little bit. Another type that's a very common, right, are called fixed index annuities. These are where you link your money to some sort of stock market and you make certain upside when it goes up and you can't lose money when it goes down. So, you know, a common one I like is a participation rate. Basically, you know, like 50% was always a common one that I liked where, if I liked it, right? But this was the type that I liked. If the market makes 20%, you would make 10. If the market loses 20%, you lose nothing. So it was just kind of like you get half whatever the market does when it goes up, right. you lose nothing when it goes down. So just to say that more slowly, right? Yes, there are types of annuities out there where you can make markets gains when the market goes up and you can't ever lose when it goes down. Um, I affectionately in years past would call that stock market for chickens. Um, <laughs> and I kind of said it as a joke one time, but as it turns out, a, a lot of radio listeners would come in and say, we like that. That's who we are, right? We don't, we're not afraid to admit that we don't want to lose our money. We're in retirement and you know, God bless you. Right. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, we don't want to put all your money there for a couple different reasons. Liquidity being one, it can make sense, right? Certainly to do that. So, you know, Bruce, it's, it's, it can be a polarizing topic, right? Oh, yeah. um, a lot of people have heard you're supposed to hate annuities and there are some reasons for people that they should. And there's a lot of people that tell you it's the greatest thing in the world because they want safety and guarantees and stocks and bonds can't offer you that. Or they want to play stock market for chickens. Right. <laughs> so I just, the point being is, look, we're fiduciaries, we're certified financial planners. We know the annuity space, but we're not aggressively trying to put people there that don't need to be. And it's kind of a fine line for professionals to kind of understand the space and yet look at it holistically in your whole picture. We think we're really well positioned for that. So if you've either never had an annuity, but you've kind of been curious of whether you should have one, don't research an article online. Be careful who you talk to. I think we're a great team here to really navigate that conversation, tell you why you shouldn't or should. 
Um, if you've bought annuity years ago, I don't care who you are, you should really have somebody look at it right now. Again, we think we're a perfect person to do that. So there is no cost, no obligation. We'll spend up to two appointments with you. And I'm burying the lead because as a part of that process, again, no cost or obligation, we'll literally build you a whole comprehensive retirement plan. We'll analyze you know, how to minimize your taxes or how to take your social security or what to do with real estate or trust or wills or insurance. Like there is nothing you can come in. There's nothing that you can ask for that we won't help you with that we haven't been doing for a decade. Our number is 888-564-7878. That is 888-564-7878. Or you can always go to epsteinandwhite.com and reach out to us that way. That's epsteinandwhite.com. He's Brad White. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. We've got more Retire Right with Epstein and White straight ahead. If taxes are keeping you from selling your highly appreciated income property, we have good news. Hi, this is Brad White from Epstein & White, and we have an exciting offer for commercial real estate owners. We have a team that's solely dedicated to helping real estate investors defer the taxes on the sale of their highly appreciated income property with a Delaware Statutory Trust. A DST qualifies as a 1031 like-kind exchange, so you can potentially defer your gains and reinvest them in income-producing commercial properties. And best of all, you can invest in a DST without any of the hassles or responsibilities of being a landlord or property manager. When you work with Epstein & White, you'll be working with a team of professionals who can help you strategically sell your highly appreciated property while still enjoying the benefits of investing in real estate and potentially deferring the gains on your income property with a 1031 exchange. Learn more by calling 858-564-8036 or visit us online at epsteinandwhite.com. Investment advisory services offered through Epstein & White Financial LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. DSD investments carry risk, are only available to accredited investors and considered illiquid investments. Thanks for joining us. This is Retire Right with Epstein and White. I'm Bruce Steinbrock, joined by Brad White with Epstein and White Retirement Income Solutions, a proud part of Mercer Advisors right here in San Diego. You can always reach Brad and the team at 888-564-7878 or on the web at epsteinandwhite.com, where I will draw your attention to the resources tab uh, that you can download a great amount of, uh, or it's the education tab, it's resources that you can gain there, but there are guides on Secure Act 2.0, on Social Security, on 401ks, on retiring during an inflation period. So many great topics. Download those guides at epsteinandwhite.com. Click on the education tab. All right, Brad. You know, sometimes we all get, I mean, there's chat GPT now. I mean, there's bells and whistles. There's all kinds of things that draw our attention. And sometimes it really just comes down to the basics. And I'm going to use a little football analogy here because I am an old O-lineman. And while nobody gets excited about the recruit or the signee with a college or professional team that's a lineman, they are the people that make the game go. So blocking and tackling are fundamental to the game of football. And so how to, what would be the blocking and tackling of a retirement income plan? It is a perfect analogy, right? You could have the greatest quarterback in the world, and if people are in his face within two seconds every time, it's done. It's well, neutralized, right? Uh, I mean, again, the Chargers have one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL right now, but if he doesn't have an O-line, he's running for his life. Yeah, well, I played a little high school quarterback, and we didn't have an offensive line. And I remember the first series I ever played, we uh, ended up fourth and 49. And then I was also the punter, and I was like, wow, I can barely punt for a first down. This is a great start. Did you um, get smoked a couple of times on that Tells you about the depth of our, of our high school uh, JV team right, that I was doing that in. So, 
turns out I'm better at this profession than I ever uh. would have been there. So um, probably should have gotten sacked and left immediately when that's pretty much what happened. So there's my history there. Yeah. Um, back to the basics, blocking and tackling. Yeah, sometimes we get so, uh, and this is my fault, if anybody, certainly that, you know, on the show, I try to get more advanced and more and more advanced ways to help people. And sometimes you, I forget to just, there's a lot of people listening right now that you, you're just kind of wondering, like, how do I even like live in retirement? Like what happens when I stop working, right? Like I, my, I've just got like a direct deposit from my payroll these years. Like what the heck happens after? Yeah. What's my direct deposit now, Brad? <laughs> yeah. Guess what? You get one still, right? Social First and security. foremost, right. You know, you should decide when and how to um, sign up for social security and Medicare of which um, we are experts at that. Um, we know anything you need to know about social security and we will help diagram for you. When's the right time for you to sign up and kind of help you with the social security administration, you know, sign up for this. Um, of which case, then it's direct deposit in your accounts. Medicare, there's a lot of confusing options there. We actually have a Medicare specialist. That's all he does is all day, every day live in Medicare. So for any of you wondering Medicare Part A or Part B or Part C or Part D or Blue Cross or Anthem, like we'll no cost, no obligation have him take a look at your existing health insurance or prescription drugs or networks or doctors and just help you understand which plan to get. You have somebody that and helps then, with the alphabet soup. <laughs> yeah, right. It's again, I know enough to be dangerous, but that's why we have a Medicare specialist. Right, like right. You, you want him on your side. My mom is, is going through that right now with him right now. And so, again, trust me, I wouldn't let her be doing this with anybody else. And you, you can have Medicare withheld from your Social Security. So that's kind of direct deposited and you're not worrying about that. And then a big thing that you should do is roll your money from your company's 401k, your company's TSP or 401A or 403B, your company's retirement plan, you should be rolling that out into your own IRA. And the reason you should do that is because your company's plan is was meant to be a growth and a savings tool over the course of your life. It's very good at that, but it was never meant to be an income like we take care of you after you've left our company tool. So it's administratively a, more of a burden to try to live off of that. Sometimes it's, you, you can't withhold taxes very easily and it's rigid or no one really helps you too much in that. Whereas when you set up an IRA at a, you know, I typically recommend a Schwab or a Fidelity or maybe a Vanguard, like one of those three. And then you set up an IRA, the money goes from your company to there. And if you do it right, no taxes, no fees, it just comes right over. Then you invest it in whatever you'd like to invest it in. Again, you either know how to do that yourself or people like us will certainly help you, you know, and talk to you and, and help you set up the right investments. Then from there, you just simply link your bank account, right? To your IRA account at the Fidelity or Schwab or Vanguard. And then you can, we, most of our clients are on direct deposit. We'll say, hey, you know, here's your retirement plan. Here's how much you should be pulling out each month so that you know you can live off of what you want to live off of. And also it's sustainable for the long term, right? And it's the right amount you should be pulling out. And then we analyze your tax situation. We will know, like we'll run a mock tax return. We'll say, hey, now that you're retired, if we plug in your social securities and your deductions and we pull money out of this account, we'll know how much you should withhold. And then right in the Schwab or Fidelity little system, we we withhold the right amount. Next thing you know, you have money just flowing directly from your IRA to your bank account of choice, whether it's the first of the month or whatever day you like. Taxes have already been withheld. You get a nice form at the end of the year that you, you bring to your CPA or your TurboTax or wherever. So you don't have to worry about anything. It's it's set up when you do it right, supposed to be very easy. By the way, it's flexible. It's your money, right? So you might have it structured to take a certain amount out every single month, but you might, but it's flexible. You could say, well, I need more, or I need less, or I need a random amount here or there, or, or I want to stop in a particular month. Great. You can do any of that that you'd like. So 
just I feel like we never really talk about the blocking and tackling. I want to just paint at least a picture so that anybody out there is a little fearful of like, what the heck does this look like? Um, it sh- it's meant to and should be very easy to to just kind of live your life and set up and take control of all of this. Well, especially if- in this automated world, being able to work those things through, set that up so it feels like you're getting a paycheck every two weeks or every month. Right. Now, long term, it can be very harmful if you're not investing the right way and pulling mm-hmm. your income from the right investments each year as the market moves up and down, et cetera, or Old if you're Uncle not withholding the, the right tax. amount of taxes, yeah. right? Cause you didn't understand that and things of that nature. So if you have questions on any of that stuff, I don't know how to do it. That's what we're here for. There is no cost, no obligation. We'll help with all of that. Our number is 888-564-7878. That is 888-564-7878. You can always go to epsteinandwhite.com and reach out to us that way. That's epsteinandwhite.com. Now, I'm sure you have. I mean, taxes is such a key thing people need to understand, Brad. But uh, I'm sure there's some people come to you and, well, like Social Security, okay, well, that's not going to get taxed. Uh, hold on there. Um, understanding the tax ramifications on the money you've saved, where you've saved it, but also Social Security. And when you start having the required minimum distributions, there's a lot to think through there. Yeah. In fact, we were going to get into some of the listener questions. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So we actually had listeners, one of the listeners, actually two of them were talking about taxes. And one of them <laughs> phrased it this way, the truest of true about taxes or low taxes or no taxes. So here's kind of the skinny, so to speak, on taxes. Um, your Social Security is not California state taxed. That is true. But from a federal standpoint, either none of it's taxed or 85% of it ends up on your tax return, depending on other things that you do. So this is why, again, people like us do these tax projections for people. Because if we plug in your Social Security and whatever your deductions are, then we kind of play around. Well, what if you pulled this much out of your IRA or this much? That will affect your Social Security taxes. Or what if you have dividends or capital gains? Or what if you don't have those dividends or capital gains or, or interest? That'll affect your Social Security taxes. And it's kind of this like, you know, doubling thing. And if you don't know what you're doing and you don't really know not only what your taxes are going to be, or you don't even know what you're supposed to withhold throughout the year. And then California or others will impose, you know, penalties and interest and things like that for not withholding taxes. And and then you get the, you know, you're living off a budget, right. And you're a retiree and you're trying to make this a work. And then you get a surprise, you know, come April, you know, that you owe five grand or something in taxes and you're surprised why. And, and so we want to avoid all that stuff for you. You know, your dividends that I just mentioned can be completely tax free or you could be paying up to 23.8% federally plus another nine, you know, something state. Right. So there's ways to have your dividends and your capital gains free. There's a way for you to be paying over 30% in them. There's a way for your Social Security to be tax free. There's a way where 85% of it ends up on your tax return. But the, the long and the short of it is a proper retirement plan. You say, here's how much income you need total. Here's what's coming in from things like Social Security already. And then we run some just year by year, we pull money from the right places and invest things in the right way to just kind of minimize the stuff from hitting your return. Those are things you didn't really have an option for before when you were working. Um, and now you have more of an option to do that. Mm. Bruce, I'm going to kind of, uh, as we finish up, you know, this particular segment here, one of the other questions we got. Yeah, was it was a good one, a, I thought. The good, the bad, the ugly of dividends. Yeah, yeah. And I like the phrasing of this question. I think it's a great question. Apples to apples, if you, nothing else is considered, dividends are always good, right? A company can take all of its profits and keep them or pay out some. And that's what dividends are, is they're just giving investors profits. If you reinvest those dividends, those dividends continue to buy more shares for you over time and it compounds, it builds wealth better. 
It shows safety of a company if they're strong and they're stable and they can pay out profits for dividends. That's kind of always what's been taught about dividends and people like dividends and most people know it's good to have dividends, but there is a potential bad and ugly. And it's essentially when stocks pay such a big dividend that they're kind of hiding the fact that they don't grow that much and they don't pay you a good return long term. A really good like example of this, and I'm not trying to pick on them, it's just a good example of this has been AT&T and their stock. If you look at the last five years, the S&P 500 as an example is up like over 60% during that period. AT&T is down almost 40%. Ooh. But it's got a 6% dividend. So, you know, a client, right, like a to the untrained eye, right, might look at this as like, wow, a 6% dividend, like I can live off this, I'm a retiree, like it's stable, like it, right? And you'd be kind of like, wow, 6% dividend. Mm -hmm. Well, I'd rather have a company pay no dividend if it was going to grow 60% versus losing 40, right? <laughs> now, again, that's not foreseeable. Past performance doesn't guarantee future results. It's not that easy of an analysis, but it is. That's why it's a good question is most people only think of the good side of dividends and don't even think there could be a bad. And so when I got this question, I was like, well, this is a good opportunity to at least talk about this. I'm going to tie taxes and dividends together real quick here, probably in the next segment. Um, so make sure you stay tuned and we'll talk about a strategy if you do have dividends and interest of how to kind of use that for income and minimize taxes potentially. But I just wanted to talk about that, you know, dividends from a standpoint is, I guess, just don't only focus on them to the detriment of, you know, better investment, so to speak. There is a lot that goes into retirement planning. But the best part about it for you is you don't have to be an expert at all this stuff. You don't have to memorize all these things, right? We don't have a pop quiz for you. We're happy to do it all for you. So we've been doing this for over a decade in San Diego. We've helped literally thousands of people. We proudly ask every time whether it was worth it to come in. And people always say that it was worth it to come in. We've taught you something. We've repositioned something. You just feel better about your situation and more knowledgeable. And that's our goal here. It's why we do what we do. There is no cost, no obligation. You can meet with us up to two times and we'll literally build your retirement plan, um, teach you investment strategies, tax minimization strategies, or whatever's on your mind, really. If you just keep it easy, whatever's on your mind, whatever brings you in, we're happy to help. Our number is 888-564-7878. That's 888-564-7878. You can always go to epsteinandwhite.com. That's epsteinandwhite.com. With Brad White, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. This is Retire Right with Epstein and White. We've got more right after this. Chances are your company-sponsored 401k plan is your single largest investment. But how much do you know about how yours works? And did you know that if you're 59 and a half or older, you can take control of managing your 401k? Call Epstein and White at 858-564-8036 to learn more. At Epstein and White, we create plans and strategies to help people manage their 401k assets. Because when you transition from the accumulation phase to the distribution phase of your savings, it takes a whole different strategy. 401ks offer great tax advantages in your working years, but can trigger big tax bills when you start taking withdrawals by nature. 401k plans are designed for a younger and more risk-tolerant workforce, not someone close to or in retirement. Your 401k plan helped you get to retirement. Now, let Epstein and White help you get through retirement. Call 858-564-8036 to schedule a free 401k review or go online to epsteinandwhite.com. Investment advisory services offered through Epstein and White Financial LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Thanks for joining us. This is Retire Right with Epstein and White. I'm Bruce Steinbrock, joined by Brad White with Epstein and White Retirement Income Solutions, a proud part of Mercer Advisors right here in San Diego. The phone number to reach out to Brad and the team anytime, 888-564-7878 on the web. It's epsteinandwhite.com. Brad, in the last segment, we were talking about some listener questions, and we've got some more if we've got time to get to them. But I know uh, you were 
talking through the thought of dividends and kind of the good and bad and the ugly of uh, some of the things. But I, I know you wanted to expound a little more on investing dividends and interest. Do you live off of them? And talk through that subject because it was a good question from a listener. Yeah. So we were talking about dividends and I catch this with, with people, especially a little bit of my higher net worth clients mm -hmm. um, quite a bit. And, and here's the premise is that you do something your whole way. You're, you're the same way your whole life. And then when you get to retirement, you don't think about what should change. And a good example of that is just reinvesting dividends and interest in your portfolio. Now, I want to be clear, I'm not talking about your IRAs right now. I'm talking about things like your trust accounts, your brokerage accounts, those accounts you get those 1099s in every year. In general, over the course of your life, because you're living off of paychecks from work, you're trying to grow your money. And a great tool to grow your wealth over time is reinvesting the dividends and interest in your portfolio. That is 100% true. You should do that over the course of your life. Here's what happens, though. In retirement, all of a sudden, the paychecks stop and you need to live off of money. So when you have dividends inside your portfolio and dividends and interest and you reinvest them, you still pay the taxes that year. You're not living off the income. You're paying the taxes on it still. That's, that's how that works. That's the law. So what I see people doing, Bruce, is they get to retirement, they need income. They don't even think about this. Still reinvesting dividends and interest in the portfolio and then simultaneously pulling money somewhere else to live off of. Now, maybe they're pulling money out of an IRA to live off of, which is taxable. So now they're paying the taxes on their IRAs that they're pulling out while paying taxes on the dividends and interest over here that are reinvesting. Uncle Sam, I'm sure, will send you a thank you card. <laughs> um, they won't send you a thank you card. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll privately thank you. And, yes. And, and then give you a letter that says, we received your correspondence three years ago. We're still working on it um, to eventually send you a thank you card. <laughs> Not that I've given away my feelings on, Not on the subject. All. Okay. <laughs> um, but let's think about this for a second, right? All you have to do now is go to your brokerage account and stop reinvesting the dividends interest and you just tell them to pay it out in cash. And now you are simultaneously living off income, which you were already going to get taxed on anyways, and not having to pull from other areas, which would save you money in taxes. But what would you say though, if I, okay, I, I don't need it to live on. Is there some, I, would you put it in Roth or is there something oh, else? If you don't need the dividends and interest at all, mm -hmm. then you can keep reinvesting it certainly. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I get what you're, I mean, again, you're getting a tax and then you're pulling from some, I mean, if you weren't already pulling it from somewhere else, I guess. Uh, but yeah, there's no reason to pay double taxing <laughs> in the scenario you've provided. Yeah. I, I mean, look, it's just, a, it's, it's just basically now you've kind of were on autopilot of something and then you get to retirement, you don't think about it anymore. And then, whoops, like I didn't even consider the concept of living off dividends and interest rather than reinvesting them. Now, to your point, Bruce, if you had like, if you retired and you had strong social securities or pensions or rental income and you truly don't need any more money, mm -hmm. then keep reinvesting your dividends and interest. That's fine. I'm painting the picture for kind of the normal people, right? That yeah. do generally pull from somewhere and forgot that they're reinvesting dividends somewhere else. By the way, I, the I'll, I'll be one of those normal people. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the reason the word normal exists, right? Most mm -hmm. people will be the normal people, mm -hmm. right? In. In that situation. So that's, the, you know, and by the way, other little concept of that is sometimes people are, are gifting money to charities each year in cash. Then they get to RMD age and they're still gifting money in cash. Um, stop, right? You'd want to change that to where you're gifting the RMDs RMD. to the charity, right? Not yep. cash. So these are just examples sometimes of like, we've been doing something some way and then we forget that we get to this retirement age and like new strategies or new things actually should be changed. Um, and that's why we exist. So, you know, if you would like to reach out to us, we will for up to two visits, no cost, no obligation. We'll review anything that you have and we'll find, typically, we almost always find a couple things at least um, that we say, hey, if you did it this way instead of this way, here's why it would be better. 
And that's why people have been coming here for a decade, Bruce. And I guess I'll give you the number if we, if you'd like us to help you next. Our number is 888-564-7878. That's 888-564-7878. Or you can always go to epsteinandwhite.com and reach out to us that way. That is epsteinandwhite.com. And when you're on epsteinandwhite.com, remember to click on that education tab. Brad and the team at Epstein and White have uh, put up some tremendous guides. They're just downloadable PDFs to you. All you have to enter is your name and your email address. You can find those guides at epsteinandwhite.com. Click on the education tab. All right, another listener question, Brad, dealt with the pros and cons of credit use. And when it Mm -hmm. comes to retirement, how do you advise folks on, I mean, maybe they have, equity in a home, it's almost paid off. Maybe they get a HELOC or, you know, I mean, how do you use credit, especially when it comes to retirement without really hurting yourself down the road? It's actually a good segue. Um, Good question, by the way, but it's a good segue from our last topic, because this is another thing that changes when you're a retiree. So what's the pro of credit? And I'm going to use the word leverage here, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like if you hypothetically as a person in your 30s or 40s had 500,000 to invest in, let's say real estate, and you could buy one $500,000 house, and if you get a total return of between rent or appreciation, let's say it was 8% was what you thought your return was going to be. Or you could use credit and leverage, get loans, put 20% down in each house and get five properties. Now, sure, each property might only make you, you know, three, two, three, four percent after leverage, but you've made that on five properties now. Not to mention the leverage gets paid off over the course of your life. And now, boom, someday you've got five times the amount of something because you used proper leverage. Also, liquidity is another pro of leverage, right? Like, let's say you wanted that house, but you didn't want to drain your entire savings, right? You use some credit, some leverage, keep something liquid for other reasons or to do other things in your life. Those are pros. The con, one of the obvious cons is just today's interest rates, right? That's a lot tougher to justify. For the previous decade, everything I just said would have been awesome, right? You get that 3 4% loan, you do it all day long. Today, if you're getting 6 7 8% loans, then it might really not even be a good use of leverage, <clears throat> despite everything I just mentioned. Um, I will say that you what you should do right now if you're trying to use leverage is you should marry the property and date the loan, right? <laughs> and just like kind of get a variable interest only loan and then refinance probably in 2025 when rates go down. So you can still actually do some proper leverage today, but it is certainly harder to justify. The other cons are, are risk, right? If you're wrong and you bought bad investments in bad property, you own more bad stuff than you're worth, right? So yeah, the upside is greater, but anytime the upside is greater, anytime, let me repeat this, anytime the upside is greater, the downside is greater, anytime ever, period, 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 please, please, please remember that, right? So in this context, it's the same thing. So you, that's, that's bankruptcy and horrendous stuff can come into play when you use too much leverage and you're not right. But here's a biggie, and like, uh, if, not trying to bury the lead, but like if nothing else, focus on this part. Again, retirement is different. Your stage of life is different. If I'm 30, again, I can use that leverage because I'm, I don't need the income right now and I'm just building long-term wealth. But if I'm retired or if I'm 65 or 70, like what good is it if I use a bunch of leverage that's going to pay off in 20 or 30 years, right? I talked to thousands of retirees all year. They're not interested in that and rightfully so, right? It's like, hey, I need income now, right? Mm-hmm. I want to enjoy my life now. So again, that's just, that's why I said it was a good segue because even if apples to apples leverage was on a piece of paper, a good idea, like, well, what stage of life are you in? And does it make sense for you to capitalize on it right now? So that's that's really how I think it was a great question, though. Oh, no, no doubt. And by the way, if you have a question, you can always reach out to Brad and the team. 888-564-7878, 888-564-7878, or go to epsteinandwhite.com. Because, Brad, at the end of the day, there is a difference between spending money that you have versus creating sustainable income to live off forever. 
And that's part of retirement. And if you think about it, retirement in this form has been around for about three or four decades. I mean, again, the 401k didn't come around until the 80s. You know, again, the Roth didn't come around until the late 90s. So, And really not more like the early 2010s yeah, for people really using it. Exactly. And so it, this retirement thing is still in its infancy. We're still learning and growing. Yeah, again, does it, people a lot of times just aren't trained to understand like a pile of money that you can spend down for like actually a, amount of money that you can create sustainable income to live off of forever, right? You know, if you have 250000 saved up and it's like you need 40000 a year to live off of, like you're going to spend your own money down no matter what rate of return you make on your money. Like if you make 4% on your money, that's going to last seven years. If you make 10% per year on your money, it's going to last 10 years. Like doesn't change, right? That, that only made it last three years longer. So yeah. even great rates of return don't matter if you're spending down your money, Man, right? That gets, I, I guarantee you some people are just like, what? Yeah, it doesn't matter, right? You can make 10% per year every year, which is like the best investors in the history of mankind is what they make, right? On average over the mm -hmm. long term. Like it only extended it three years, right? So you've got to understand what amount of money, what that pile of money looks like in your world in relation to how much you're looking to need to pull from it every year. And is it a big enough pile to actually generate sustainable income that lasts forever? And I didn't even get into the complexities of inflation, Right. Whereas whatever you are needing today to live off of that goes up over time. And how does that factor in? Doubles and about taxes. every 20 years. Right. Yeah. And taxes. Right. Which means whatever you're living off of, like if you think you need two thousand a month to live off of, well, you're going to pull more than that, especially if it's from IRAs. Right. Because you're going to have to pay some taxes and again, more out each year from an inflation standpoint. So, you know, a lot that's that's probably the most disheartening thing that I see throughout my career. Sometimes Bruce is like, you know, again, the average person out here, right? Like, you know, if you're making 80 grand, 100 grand, 120 grand a year, and, you know, in San Diego, that's not, you know, but I, I see people making 200 grand a year, 250 grand a year, and they're living really good lives, right? Because that's a lot of income that they're generating that allows them to do a lot of cool things with their budgets. And if you've saved up, you know, a million dollars, right? Like, that's a pretty big number to look at on a statement. And then you get to retirement and it's like, well, that can generate about 40,000 a year, maybe 45, you know, 50 a year of income if you want it to last 25, 30 years. And it's like, what? And it's like, well, that's right. And you just have to kind of understand. And it's not the same for everybody. I don't mean to scare everybody out there. I see people because of their situations that have three, four, 500 grand saved up in tremendous shape. I see people that have 500 grand that aren't in good shape based off their needs. So, this is why we, we would advise you to come in and see us and get a retirement plan built. Right? A plan. So you actually know, <laughs> here's your needs, here's your goals, here's what it's going to take to make everything you want work, here's when you want it to start working, and like here's every little lever that we can pull to enhance your plan to make it sustainable forever. And then you know you're good. And if there's something that's a little deficient, at least we know that now and we can try to rectify it. We charge nothing to give you those answers. There is no cost, no obligation to meet with us twice. We've been doing this for over a decade. We are proud to have helped thousands of San Diegans and we're happy to help you next. Um, any questions you have, whatever you feel like we can help with, we are here to do that. Our number is 888-564-7878. That is 888-564-7878. You can always go to epsteinandwhite.com and reach out to us that way. That is epsteinandwhite.com.
Epstein & White is a trade name. All services provided by Epstein & White investment professionals are provided in their individual capacities as investment advisor representatives of Mercer Global Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor principally located in Denver, Colorado, with various branch offices throughout the United States doing business under different trade names, including Epstein & White. All expressions of opinions reflect the judgment of the speakers as of the date of recording and are subject to change. Some of the research and ratings and articles discussed come from third parties that are not affiliated with Mercer Advisors or Epstein & White. The information discussed is believed to be accurate but is not guaranteed or warranted by Mercer Advisors. The information provided in this show does not purport to be a complete description of the securities, markets, or developments discussed. Forecasts, projections, and other forward-looking statements are not a reliable indicator of future performance. Actual events, results, or performance may differ materially from those reflected or contemplated. This show is being provided for educational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation or solicitation to buy, sell, or hold any particular security or to engage in any particular investment strategy. No portion of this discussion should be construed as tax or legal advice. All investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. An annuity's guarantee is subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. This radio show is a paid placement.